All right, sports mashup number 116, June 28th, 2023. Uh, our final episode before we take July off, and we'll be back in August, which I don't know what the first Wednesday in August is. I could research here. August 2nd, we'll be back after this. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I'll, you- ta- I'll take apologies for us missing last week. It's on me. Yeah, it, you know, what can you do? Uh, obviously busy with the – with the different setup you got going now. So, uh, you know, we're back for this one here to finish off the month of June. There's plenty to discuss with the NBA draft, the NHL draft, Major League Baseball, you know, kind of in the middle of the season almost there. Uh, but let's start in the NBA. Yeah, you had uh, Gallinari opts out or opts in with the Celtics for the 2023-2024 season. Though I think, did he get traded? I'm pretty sure he did. I thought he went, I don't, did he go like, because the Celtics made the Porzingis deal. I don't know if he was in that. Um, okay, yeah, he was. He was traded to Washington. But he's probably going to be bought out. So he could end up on a contender. Maybe he goes back to Boston. Who knows? And then uh, yeah, Denver's Bruce Brown and Golden State Warriors dream on green decline player options to hit free agency. I would guess on this one that Bruce Brown gets overpaid by somebody and then Draymond eventually returns to Golden State. So that'll be my guess on that. Uh, Michael Jordan's flu game sneakers auction for $1.38 million. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, it's a very famous, iconic uh, moment in a career of many for Michael Jordan. So the question is like, when I saw this is like, who had these? Like, have they just been like, in Jordan's closet, or I wonder if like, like some collector randomly got yeah, him. I would guess that that's and just probably... been holding on to him. He's like, hey, fifteen years later, I'm gonna auction these things. Yeah, because at the time, I know that it was a big thing that he like everybody in that game knew like Michael's sick, all this stuff. But I feel like the weight of that game or that moment uh, wasn't felt at the time. Yeah. So like now we look back on it like man. So I don't. I, I wonder if MJ didn't really think like, oh, I need to keep these or, or what. But um, yeah. And that guy's like, man, I saw all these other jerseys and stuff now go for sale for a lot of money. Let's put these sneakers on the market. Yeah. Uh, really, the biggest NBA trade over the last week and a half, and we knew it was coming at some point. Didn't really know where it would be, but uh, the Wizards agreed to send Bradley Beal. And uh, also a part of this deal were Jordan Goodwin and Isaiah Todd uh, to the Suns for Chris Paul, who was then traded to Golden State. Uh, and then Landry Shamit, multiple second-round picks. I believe it ended up being five second-round picks and three pick swaps. Uh, and then Chris Paul was traded to Golden State for Jordan Poole. So lots of things going on there. Uh the Suns kind of showing they don't care about the luxury tax or the second apron and the new CBA where you can only spend a certain amount of money on certain levels of players. So the Suns pretty much like we're going to blow past the apron anyway, so why not add Bradley Beal while doing so? So the Suns now just have to build their bench around veteran minimum type guys. Uh, but they, you know, they do have Cameron Payne there still, Jordan Goodwin coming in the deal as well as a big deal. Um, and we'll see how it fits. I mean, I'm I'm cool with it because I think you just got to take a shot at some point. I still think they thought they might have traded DeAndre Ayton as, as a at, at some point just to get some extra rotation guys, but that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. 
Uh, and I don't think Aiden's value is very high on the league right now, given the contract. I mean, you look at the John Collins deal. John Collins, pretty good basketball player, went for uh, went to Utah for Rudy Gay in a second. So, yeah, I don't think you would have gotten that much out of Aiden in, in that case, especially with this contract. But uh, the Suns going for it. You know, I'd rather go for it than be stuck picking in the top five every year like they were for a long time. I mean, like, how does Chris Paul fit in to the – Golden State's offense. He really doesn't. He's going to have to adapt for sure. Uh, and I think that Chris Paul off the bench at this stage of his career is a lot more dangerous than Chris Paul starting every night like he was in Phoenix the last three years. Um, so I think that could be a huge factor here. Chris Paul is the backup point guard there. It could be really good for them. Yeah. Like on ESPN, they graded that as a B for the Warriors. and then Well, they got off the pool contract. That was the big thing. Jordan they, Poole. They graded the, the Washington a, a C plus because the Wizards got Poole, a 2030 first round pick, top 20 protected, and a 2027 second round pick. Yeah. The pool contract was a big, a big part of that there. Uh, but I'll be curious to see how the Suns run their offense. Like, how much are we going to see Devin Booker playing point guard now? Um, do they try to bring in, like, a Kyle Lowry if he would accept to come on a lot less money after he just got uh, waived by the Heat? So it'll be interesting. I know they brought in Stanley Johnson and Jabari Parker for workout. Stanley Johnson's a good player. I'd like to have him. But uh, their bench is going to be certainly interesting. And uh, it's going to be, I mean, they're probably not going to be anything better than a five seed next year, just because I don't think that you're going to see Beal, Booker, and Durant all healthy the entire season. It's just unlikely. Well, and then now you have the question, too, Damian Lillard's kind of wanting out of Portland. Yeah, that feels like a heat thing. Yeah, I it was like supposed, I, I'd seen it was supposed to be like Lowry, Hero, and um, who's their big man? Uh, at a bio, yeah, I don't know what well, that. I, if those three went there for Lillard, that's way overpaying, I think, for the Heat. Yeah, I don't think they would give up Hero and Bam for for that. It really defeats the purpose. I think it makes more sense to give up Hero in that deal. But before uh, we get to the draft, there were some weird uh, uh, facts. You had the 2015-16 Mavericks had three point guards born on the same day, June 26, 84. It was Darren Williams, Ray Felton, and J.J. Barea all born on the same day. That's a random one. Kawhi has more career steals than fouls. Not that surprised. Uh, Steph and LeBron both being born in Akron. I knew that. Uh, Miami Heat used to be in the Western Conference. Didn't know that. Allen Iverson was on the Memphis Grizzlies. Absolutely. I actually don't remember that. Uh, it took eight years for Zach Levine to win four games in a row. <laughs> that that's a that's a drive by there. I feel like you know, not his fault. Totally. Uh, that Kenneth Kenneth Lofton Jr. has the most points ever in a starting debut since 1970. And Aaron Bain draining nine threes against the Blazers a few days before the league shut down. Yep, I remember that. There's some weird facts there. But now on to the NBA draft. Yep. Uh, last week's draft, certainly not a lot of surprises here, I wouldn't say. There's a few here and there. But, uh, I don't know. The fifth pick was a surprise. 
Yeah, I didn't think he'd go quite that high, but uh, first overall pick, obviously the Spurs take Victor Wimbanyama from uh, France, the Metropolitans. Uh, second pick, I think this is a mistake. I think Miller's a fine player, but the Charlotte Hornets took small forward Brandon Miller out of Alabama. Uh, third pick, I think this is a great pick and a really smart pick. Uh, Portland Trailblazers take point guard Scoot Henderson out of the G League. Don't overthink it would be my thoughts on that. Uh, and then the, the Thompson twins go four and five. Houston takes uh, point guard Amin Thompson from Overtime Elite, and Detroit takes shooting guard Osar Thompson from Overtime Elite. So how about Which is that? It, is that the first time twins have been taken back-to-back picks? Definitely not in sports, but in the NBA, I would assume that's got to be. Because I can't remember if the Morris twins were. I don't think they were back-to-back, but. So the biggest example in sports you can think of there is 1999, the uh, the Sedin twins, Vancouver, mm. in the NHL. So at six, you had uh, the Magic take shooting guard Anthony Black from Arkansas, and the Pacers took small forward Bolio Kalabalu from France. Washington took power forward Jarris Wallace from Houston. Utah took power forward Taylor Hendricks from UCF. And Dallas took point guard Kaysen Wallace from Kentucky. Eleventh, uh, Orlando with a surprise here. I didn't think he'd go quite this high. I think my final mock draft, which was a complete guess, I don't know anything. I was just guessing. I had him like twenty fifth. Uh, but Jet Howard, shooting guard out of Michigan, goes to Orlando at eleven. So they 12. took two shooting guards at six and eleven. Yeah, I think there's some versatility there, though. I think Black can play the point. And they, I mean, it is weird they took two guards when they have Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, uh, Jalen Suggs. So maybe they're giving up on Suggs already or they're going to trade Fultz. Either way, uh, 12th, OKC goes uh, center Derek Lively out of Duke. 13, Toronto goes shooting guard Grady Dick out of Kansas. Uh, 14, New Orleans goes shooting guard Jordan Hawkins out of UConn. And 15, the Hawks go uh, guard Kobe Bufkin out of Michigan. Yeah, and then the Jazz take shooting guard Keontae George out of Baylor. The Lakers take point guard Jalen Hood Shafino out of Indiana, who once he was drafted said LeBron was old. Uh, then you had the Heat take small forward Jaime Jaquez Jr. out of UCLA. Uh, then you had the Warriors take shooting guard Brandon Podziemski out of Santa Clara. So he's not moving very far at all. Nope. And then you had Houston take small forward Cam Whitemore out of Villanova. Uh, 21, the Brooklyn Nets take power forward Noah Clowney out of Alabama. They also picked at 22 and took shooting guard Dariq Whitehead out of Duke. 23, Portland goes power forward Chris Murray out of Iowa. Uh, 24, Sacramento goes uh, Olivier. I'm just going to say what we call him at Marquette. Omax Prosper goes 24. And then uh, Memphis at 25 goes point guard Marcus Sasser out of Houston. Yeah, when I wrote his name down, I was like, is it Oliver Max Sense Prosper? Am I? Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, Indiana took at 26 uh, small forward Ben Shepard out of Belmont. Charlotte took point guard Nick Smith Jr. out of Alabama. So they took two guys from Alabama, point guard and small forward. Uh, Jazz took small forward Bryce Sensenbaugh out of Ohio State. Indiana took small forward Julian Strother. Is that how you say his name? Strother? Strother, yeah, Strother. Out of Gonzaga. And 
the Clippers took power forward Kobe Brown out of Mizzou. All right. Uh, over to Which, the NFL. All right. Do we even want to talk about the second round more than you like main names that were picked there? Uh, I don't even remember the second round at this point. Uh, Let's see. Uh, number two pick in the second round was Jalen Pickett out of Penn State going to the Pacers. You all said Trace Jackson Davis fall way down there to what, 57 or something or 56 out of Golden State. You had the Suns take Tumani Kamara out of Dayton. Uh, Julian Phillips from Tennessee went at 35 to the Celtics. You had players like Oscar Shibwe, Drew Timmy, and Adama Sonogo not get drafted. No surprise. So, yeah, interesting draft, I suppose. And Keontae uh, Johnson did get drafted by OKC. Yep. NBA free agency begins July 1st. Suns took Tumani Kamara from Dayton. Isaiah Wong from Miami went to the Pacers as well. So the Pacers had a lot of picks here. Yeah, they do. No doubt. And also NBA news real quick before we move on here. Uh, the Bulls re-signing uh, Nikola Vucevic, three years, $60 million. So I, I think that's a steal for the Pacers at a 25th pick in the second round getting Isaiah Wong. Guy's a playmaker. Super athletic, yeah. And won a lot in college. Miami went on two big runs there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, go to the NFL here. Some quick news hitting things here. Yeah, you had uh, – I mean, this would have been last week's episode, but you had Antonio Brown's team got booted from the Arena League. And Shock. then br- breaking news before we recorded, you had um, the NFL gambling bans expected this week for such players as Isaiah Rogers from the Colts and so on. Yeah, this is becoming a bit of a disaster, I would say. Lots going on there. They got to figure that out, keep things a little tighter around there in the NFL. Seen a lot of it. Uh, the Chiefs NFL championship ring includes 613 diamonds. We've come a long way in championship ring evolution. Yeah, like, is 613 diamonds needed? Who knows? Uh, Ex-Giants wide receiver Homer Jones, the inventor of the spike, passes away at 82 years young. And then you had a very tragic story yesterday with uh, former quarterback Ryan Mallett uh, drowning in Florida, passing away at the age of 35. Yeah, a little uh, on a Florida beach. Yeah, just a tragic story there. Obviously, thoughts out to his his family and uh, just you hate to see news like that. And this I had this. uh Top 20 free agents. This was as of June 11th. You had at number one, DeAndre Hopkins, two, Dalvin Cook, three, Ben Jones, four, Marcus Peters, five, Dalton Risner, six, Yannick and Gakwe, seven, John Johnson, the third, eight, Taylor Lewan, nine, Adrian Amos. He went to Jets, yep. Jets, 10, Eli Apple. 11, Melvin Ingram, 12, Jadavion Clowney, 13, Zeke, 14, Casey Hayward, 15, Kyle Vannoy, 17, Justin Houston, 17, Matt Iden, Iowa, yeah, 18, George Fant, 
19 Rashawn Evans, 20 Teddy Bridgewater. I love that we've evolved in the world of sports where the like the way that buyouts and releases happen, it's like just a completely different world right now where the number one free agent is the guy who got released because he had no trade value. Wild. Yeah, but I still can't believe like Dalvin Cook hasn't gone anywhere yet. Zeke hasn't. They'll end up – it'll happen, you know, just uh... – Eli Apple, who's kind of a shutdown corner, hasn't went. <clears throat> yeah. Marcus Peters. Yeah, Marcus Peters is 30, but. Just makes it for teams like the Chiefs and Bills to just slip in and give them not a lot of money to fit it within the cap yeah. late. And I think Taylor Lewan hasn't signed because people are still questioning his knee. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, okay. On to golf. Yeah. So two weeks ago, you had the U.S. Open. Winner was Wyndham Clark, won 3.6 million, shot 10 under. Surprise, definitely. And then last weekend you had the Travelers Championship where I think it was Justin Thomas had to play with um, Wyndham Clark for round, and he's like, now he's got to mark. He was like, I got to mark, or I got to mark my ball so he can hit. He's like, this guy wins one tournament, now I got to mark my ball. Uh, just playful banter between the two. They I were just, playing with uh, Max Holm as well. I just randomly had seen Justin Thomas's tweet. Yeah. Um, but the winner was Keegan Bradley, won 3.6 million, shot 23 under. And then uh, this week we have the Rocket Mortgage Classic, defending champion Tony Finau from Detroit Golf Club in Detroit, Michigan. Pretty decent field here. You got uh, Justin Thomas in the field. You got. Uh, Max, Max Homa's in the field. Ricky, hot Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you also have the match on uh, – on on. is that today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. I believe. Okay, well, either way, you have the match from Wynn Golf Club in Vegas, which is where they do like all these. It's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes up against Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. So It says tomorrow at 6.02. Yeah, so that'll be on uh, TNT or whatever, I assume, and TBS. So – there you go. On to uh, college hoops. Uh, yeah, you got the ACC-SEC matchups announced for both men and women. Notables are men's uh, Duke goes to Arkansas. And on the women's side, the notable one is Virginia Tech going to LSU. So I think Virginia Tech was a Final Four team. Yeah, they were. And then uh, Arkansas-Duke should be a good one. Yeah, and those were just the two notable ones. I didn't really get through much of the article to see what the other matchups are, but I mean, you already got the ACC Big Ten one, so. Uh, Kentucky lands West Virginia transfer big Trey Mitchell after the whole Huggins thing. We didn't really touch on that, but Bob Huggins obviously resigning after the DUI, so. Yeah, uh, but you still have some people fighting for him to get his job back. Yeah, it's just uh, it's too so, much, too much. Uh, and then Alabama point guard Javon Quinterly enters the portal as a grad transfer, so he'll go. He'll be going to Memphis. You heard it here first. Uh, on to Major League Baseball. Yeah, the Rays. This would have been two Thursdays ago. Rays got their fiftieth win two Thursdays ago. As of then, um, as of then, they were fifty and twenty-two. They are now fifty-four and twenty-eight. So they've went four and six since. Not great. Reached fifty. Not great. And then uh, last night, Otani strikes out 10 homers twice despite a cracked nail. 
Yeah, he's got a 3.02 ERA. He's got 127 strikeouts and 95 innings, and he's got 28 home runs, 64 RBIs. He's batting 302. Or two. I don't know what he's batting. Actually, I was guessing, but it's somewhere up there. Anyway, yeah, he's uh, he's legit. Uh, the Cardinals and Cubs played the London Series last weekend. It was a split. The Cubs winning Saturday, Cardinals winning on Sunday. And the MLB also announced that the Field of Dreams game in 2024 will be between the Giants and Cardinals at Rickwood Field in Alabama, a tribute to a Negro League stadium there. So, so it's not really the Field of Dreams game. I don't. Yeah, I don't really get that part. I when they first announced it, I was like, oh, maybe I'll go since it's in Iowa. It's really not that far. We but, could re- uh, we could have recorded the pod. Now it's in Alabama. Probably not going to make the trip there. But because uh, it's in Iowa, right? That's yeah. That's where the Field of Dreams is. Yeah. Yeah. Like we could have easily traveled there and done a pod at the at the field. But here we are. We have uh, Alabama Negro. It'll be fun. I mean, you know, it'll be it'll be an interesting venue for the game. And uh, obviously, Alabama doesn't have professional sports. If you don't count the University of Alabama, is that which is not? But it's damn close in football, at least. And basketball is getting better. But uh, you also had Cleveland manager Terry Francona hospitalized for precautionary reasons. He's had a lot of health issues over the last few years. So best wishes to him. Yeah, and then before we get to the play of the week, I had this. It was a mind-blowing step. Buster Posey played 12 years in the big leagues. During his entire career, he allowed just 27 pass balls. It's not bad. Good pitching. Yeah. Oh, and golf. Are we? Never mind. Moving along. Yeah. <laughs> Play of the week. I have uh, Cincinnati shortstop Ellie De La Cruz. Not mind-blowing numbers, but he had for the cycles. I wanted to include him here. Uh, seven for 21, seven hits, which I don't know why I wrote that because I just said seven You do it every time. <laughs> yeah, I just it's just an added uh, – just, uh, just going along the line. Uh, one home run, four RBIs, two doubles, and a triple. And like I said, hit for the cycle what, like last Friday against the how Braves. Many, or, so how many runs did he have? Great question. Probably like five. I don't know. Didn't look. We're going to say five. I'm going to find out. Because I thought he scored on every every one he had there in that. I can find out here quicker probably. He had, uh, let's see. He had five runs. Boom. Nailed it. Didn't even need to look it up. Nailed it. Uh, I went with the Angels pitcher slash uh, Shohei Otani. Two games started, 13.1 innings pitched, nine hits, two earned runs, one homer, four walks, 22 strikeouts, and 13 and a third innings. Yeah, pretty good. So back, or he had 12 strikeouts and then 10. Yeah. Uh, he also batted 10 for 22. Six runs, one double, one triple, four home runs, six RBIs, three walks, one stolen base. Yep, pretty good. Uh, NHL. Uh, you got the man was arrested for the finals game five shooting threat. Don't like that. Huh? Not a good thing there. Well, it's a good thing that he was arrested. Right. Yeah. Uh, and forward Jesper Bratt signs eight-year, $63 million extension. Uh, now third highest paid player for the Devils. 
He might be. He might be uh, fourth now because they just uh, they just signed Timo Meyer to an extension. And well, this was, was at the time. Yeah, that was also written for last week's doc, or pod. Because you have let's see, Timo Meyer eight point eight, Jack Hughes eight, and then Dougie Hamilton nine. So Jesper Brat is uh, seven point eight. So yeah, he's fourth. But yeah, good deal there. Uh, Devils have been making moves. Their their forward groups looking pretty set, especially the top nine because they also traded for Tyler Toffoli from uh, Calgary. Uh, a couple trades here, and then a news surgery thing. Uh, the Blues trade a 2024 six-round pick to the Flyers for center Kevin Hayes. Uh, 50% of that salary retained by the Flyers, three years, 7.1 mil a year. And then the Blues, so the Blues will essentially be paying him 3.5 mil a year for the next three years. So good deal there. It kind of shows the value of uh, players with contracts that are too big. You really can't, it's, it's a cap dump for Philly. And uh, the Blues can slot Hayes in as a middle six center and go from there. Uh, Panthers defenseman Aaron Ekblad undergoes shoulder surgery, so another casualty of the playoffs. Uh, and the Bruins make a trade with the Blackhawks, essentially a cap dump for the Bruins to get Taylor Hall mm-hmm. off the books. Uh, Hall goes to the Hawks, as well as Nick Felino. Felino re-signed one year, four mil in Chicago. Bruins get the signing rights to RFA defenseman Ian Mitchell and Alec Regula. Have to think the Bruins are trying to re-sign Tyler Bertuzzi, trying to make the cap space work. And uh, I don't know how much cap space they currently have, but I could look that up. Um, but dumping Taylor Hall was good, though. Now the Blackhawks are going to be able to pair Taylor Hall with Connor Bedard. Yeah, that'll be good for them. Uh, so let's see. The The Bruins have $10.9 million in projected cap space, according to Cap Friendly. However, they have Trent Frederick, who's an RFA. They have Jeremy Swayman, who's an RFA. They have UFAs. I, I think that uh, Sweeney said they're operating under the assumption that Krejci and Bergeron won't be back, but obviously that's just the way that you have to do business. And they also have Tyler Bertuzzi, Connor Clifton, UFAs, as well as Orlov. So 10.9 mil is not a lot for all those And guys. then I saw that Linus Olmark say that he thinks he might be getting traded, which I don't know how you trade him after the year he just had. Yeah, I would think what I, my guess is on that one, and I don't really know anything, although I've heard a couple things, is that uh, Swayman would be getting traded, the rights to Swayman, and they would pair a cheaper goaltender. Yeah, you would think after – I mean, Swimmer was a great backup for Omar. I mean, like we talked about when we did all the stats over time, he was like – Omar was one and save percentage, and Swayman was like 18th. Yeah. So he had two goalies in the top 20 in save percentage. I don't, I don't know. I think you just yeah. got to try reworking contracts or something. And, yeah, Bergie might be his last year, but – Crazy just came back. You really think he's coming? He came back for one year. Maybe, maybe. The thing with Bergeron and Krejci is that they're not going to take up much of the salary cap if they decide to come back. So. No, they're going to. They're like Bergie has always been one who will take a reduction in his salary for the team, yeah. and so has Krejci in the past. Yeah. If they could do something with Pasta's contract, that would really help. But now you got the NHL awards. And McDavid won everything. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, McDavid won the Hart. McDavid won the Art Ross. Eric Carlson won the Norris. Uh, uh, Bergeron I'm, won the Selkie. 
Oh, uh, Omar won the Vesna. Vesna, yeah, and then the uh, Lady Bing went to Kopitar, I believe. So, and the Jack Adams Award was Jim Montgomery, yeah, Bruins head coach. Uh, the Masterton went to uh, Latang, I believe. Which the the Vesna for Omar, the last time the Bruins went was Rast won it in 2014, but then Tim Tim Thomas had it in 11 and 19. Bruce Cassidy won the Jack Adams in 2020, but before that it was Claude in 2009. And then Berge, he's won it in 2023, 2022, 2017, 15, 14, and 2012. Before that, there's only one other guy was Steve Casper in 1982. There you go. Uh, the NHL draft is tonight, just a few hours away from when we were recording this. And I pulled a top 10 mock draft from thehockeywriters.com. Shout out. Um, so I'll read the first five picks and you do the last five. The harder names are certainly in your section. There. Yeah, when I saw this, I was like, uh, hey, thanks for giving me this. Well, I can, I can help you out with those. Uh, all right, number one overall pick projected. Obviously, everybody knows this. the drama starts after one. Connor Bedard is going to go number one to Chicago. Uh, number two, a lot of questions about this. It should be Adam Fantilli, the center out of Michigan, going to the Anaheim Ducks, but who knows. Uh, and then Columbus would obviously take Fantilli if he fell out of them at three. Uh, but the projection here is uh, Columbus at three takes center slash winger Leo Carlson. Uh, four, San Jose takes Will Smith, the center. And then the projection at five is uh, center slash he could play either wing, Ryan Leonard to Montreal. And then you got Arizona taking left winger Zach Benson. Um, the Flyers taking right winger. Matvey Mitkov. That's pretty damn close. Yeah. I think I think some people say Michkov, but other than that, it's pretty spot on. Uh Washington taking center Dalibor Dvorsky. Yeah. I think some people say Vorsky, but I also think that Americans always say like Dvorsky, but it doesn't, you know. Uh, Canadians think they're better than it us. It could something. be like Dvorsky, or you know, where you kind of pair the D and the V. Yeah, I think I think people pronounce it both ways. I've heard Dvorsky and Vorsky. Well, I'm doing pretty good on these odd yeah, names. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Detroit takes center Oliver Moore, and then you got the Blues taking defenseman David Reinbacher. Yeah, I I I think there will be a defenseman taken in the top ten. I don't think it'll be the Blues taking one at ten. I don't think it'll be Reinbacher either. I think it'll be either uh, Tim Volandor or Dmitry Simashev. So who knows? Uh, and then be before, before we got to hockey, what are your thoughts that Ron O'Reilly said he would welcome back coming to St. Louis? Yeah, I think uh, that would be that would be fun. I, I don't think it's going to happen, especially with the Blues bringing in Kevin Hayes. I don't really know because right now, unless you're going to have – because uh, you have Robert Thomas is going to play center. Hayes will play center. I guess you could argue that Shin could play the wing if O'Reilly came back. Uh, but I I would bet that doesn't happen, but I would never say never on it. Would you want him back? Yeah, I'd take him back. Why not? Yeah. But the Blues have a lot of salary cap issues, and we're going to see like what happens with Tory Krug and, and those types of players. So it'll be interesting to see. Which what uh, Tory Krug did something, didn't he? Yeah, he there was an original deal with the Flyers where the Blues would get Kevin Hayes and defenseman Travis Sanheim, and then the Blues would send a late first and oh, he, Tory Krug. He's got the he's got the no trade. He refused to waive, which I totally do not blame him for that. That's his right. I wouldn't want to go to Philly either if I were him. And honestly, he saved the Blues from 
giving up a first round pick for Sanheim, who is a fine player, but his contract is insane. And yeah, uh, and yeah. Krug was out pretty much all of last year rehabbing. Yeah, what did he do in towards the front of the year? Oh, I, don't, I don't remember what the end. He had a lot of different injuries, but he had I don't remember what a major one was, but he had a major injury yeah. where he had to miss the year. Yeah, it's been a weird little run here for Krug in St. Louis, and we'll see if he's there next year. It'll be very interesting to see if they make a move there or not. But uh, on to the picks. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago I went or I went uh, five and two. I went three and two in the MLB, and I hit on two golfers. Yeah, I went three and three, two and three in MLB, one golfer. Tough scene. The golfer that I hit on was Ricky Fowler, top twenty at the U.S. Open. So. Scotty Scheffler could have won, I would have gotten what, two. But. Him and somebody else shot 10 under, which was a record for eight, that. It was eight under, and it was Shoffley and, and Fowler. And then Ricky shot 10 or 12 under last week of the Travelers, which was his lowest scoring round as a pro. Yeah, 60. Yep. Uh, why don't we do Why don't we do the match and then MLB and then the Rocket Mortgage? Right. Which the match? This is the eighth, eighth match. Uh, I took Mahomes and Kelsey plus one ninety five over Curry and Thompson. Yeah, I'm taking Curry Thompson minus two thirty because Steph Curry's by far the best golfer of the four. So yeah, I know he's good. I just I don't know the format of how they're playing. It's got to be match play, I would assume. And I. I've never heard anything about Clay Thompson golfing, and I know that Kelsey has. I know he's not the greatest, but I know that Mahomes is decently good as well. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Uh, MLB picks for Thursday. Uh, I got the Padres minus 190 over the Pirates, the Guardians minus 155 over the Royals, the uh, Mets minus 200 over the Brewers, Angels minus 155 over the White Sox, and the Phillies minus 110 over the Cubs. I will take the Padres minus 190 at the Pirates, Angels minus 155 over the White Sox, Red Sox minus 125 over the Marlins, Mets minus 200 over the Mets. Whoops. Wait, Mets man. minus 200 over the Brewers, <laughs> Phillies minus 110 over the Cubs. It's going too fast. Uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic, Detroit Golf Club. Um, my three golfers to win I got Tony Finau plus 1,400, Hideki Matsuyama plus 1,600, and Sung M plus 2,200. I will take Ricky Fowler plus fourteen hundred, Ludwig Aberg plus thirty five hundred, Justin Sub plus six thousand. On top five, I put took Ricky Fowler plus three sixty. Uh, I have Justin Thomas plus four fifty. Seems to have found something last week after shooting an eighty one on Friday at the U.S. Open. An eighty one? Yeah. He found something shooting an eighty one. After that, the U.S. Open shot an eighty one, missed the cut last week. Looked pretty good. Oh. Uh, I took Justin Thomas as my top 10 at plus 230. I took Hideki Matsuyama plus 150. Uh, top 20, took Max Homa plus 105. Taking Austin Ekro plus 220. And top 40, I took SH Kim plus 115. I am taking Davis Riley, my, my good friend, plus 115. And uh, that will do it for us. We will see everybody in August, I guess. Yep. So see you then for number 117. Deuces.